My name is Louise Cameron Edlund, co-creator of Shapeshifter. I work with powerful women who are here to blaze a path of liberation with their sacred fire. Women ready to come out from hiding backstage at their own show to take place on the global arena. Women no longer agreeable to the mainstream, surviving from the scraps of their potential. They're here for the full feast. <laughs> here to not for one moment compromise and be available to so much more. These women are following the pulsations of wisdom from their sensual soul to live a legacy. And my name is Marie Ditulio. I'm a coach, a magician, an activator who loves to play the game of life with ever-evolving, empowering rules. The powerful women I help know deep inside that they are an awakening force in the world. Together we activate their magic and magnetism and they love having the power to impact others with the delight they take in themselves. And that turns them on. Together, we deep dive into their soul destiny and the creation of their soul ambiance, that special realm where it feels so delicious to be their ever-blossoming self. Welcome to Shapeshifter, the power to create. It is a sacred space to dive into the mystery and birth your ever-flowing ideas into this world. Get ready for a soul-to-soul conversation where you're energetically held beyond space and time by Louise and I. We know how precious you are. We love you. We see you. Shapeshifters, in the words of Marie, excitingly saying it, in fact, you say it. Let's play. Let's play. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> What an amazing energy just to, to hear that as I was going to press the record here. And what shall we play in? Well, everything is play. But something that has been coming up is the being and the doing polarity that I see and witness and experience again and again the resistance, the fear, the doubt about going into one or the other. There's assumptions that we make. For instance, I work very much in the quantum, which is about creating your reality from your energy. And some people who work with me, in fact, many, <laughs> are self-confessed, recovering um, doers and it doesn't feel aligned to just go into being this and yes actually you can absolutely manifest from utter being and magnetism it is possible however that might not always be aligned and there is usually a time when the beingness will give you from your body, from these pulsations of your deep wisdom, the seed, the nugget to run with. So there is usually also a doing aspect, except if you always go in from the doing first, how 
can I manipulate or control the situation to get what I want? What do I need to do in order to get that? What I want, mine, mine, you know, like finding Nemo, mine, the seagulls. <laughs> well, okay, one, yeah, sure. You probably will get it and do it. But how does that feel to be in that? How can I, how can I manipulate this world to get what I want? It can often feel exhausting and tiring and everything in between. Unfulfilling when you actually get it. I work with very many successful people who are actually very deeply unfulfilled. I'm not saying that's always going to be the case. If you're always in your doing energy, that's always what you're going to feel. Of course not. But usually there is this point when a doer knows deep within them that it's about the beingness and they're resisting it and they're doubting it and they think that it means whatever our individual conditioning is like label it what you will whether it's being lazy whether it's being irresponsible whether it's being passive and submissive to life or whatever the shadow might perceive that and okay sure that is true and some level at some points depending on the person depending on the day but if you feel that calling into being a way to look at it is that you're unplugging you're unplugging from your needs your desires your wish for the outcome when you want it how you want it <laughs> And so you follow what is going to bring you into feeling aligned. You might, in this beingness, choose to read a book, sing a song, paint, breathe, go out a walk, go a swim, whatever it is that you feel. You're choosing to connect to your body, to your wisdom. And you're saying, I trust so much that I am willing to say nothing until I really know what it is that I want to say and who to and why. I'm not going to move unless I really feel and know that that is the next step for me. And that bit can get complicated because some people might confuse, and that might include yourself, might confuse your waiting as sabotage, as distracting yourself from doing the thing. Because yes, it's true, we do all need to do the thing and take the step at some point when it doesn't feel comfortable. But there are also moments where you're like a puma beautiful big cat, one paw, stop, the next paw, pause, because the human knows that it can cost them a lot if they go too fast, too soon, in the wrong direction, step on a twig, Sometimes you're the puma 
And you need that pause. And you need to know that you're not going to take that step until you know, and that's okay. That it's not always about the doing and doing, and I've got to take that step. Otherwise, it means that I'm not committed and I'm not fully in. Yes, sometimes that does mean that, but sometimes you're the puma. We are all so intelligent, connected, and tuned in to discern when it's time to pounce and just freaking go for it, or when it's time to really hold yourself back and wait. I, I feel like William Wallace Braveheart coming on. He's like, wait in the battlefield when the, the English horses are running with their big spears and it looks like they don't have a chance. Wait, hold, hold. And the exact moment, not a moment sooner, not a moment later, and William Wallace directs now and they lift up the wooden sticks. <laughs> Like that's, that's our mastery. Receiving that is so powerful. And I love, love, love when you talk in that way. I mean, the images that were here were so present, but I was living it every single step I was being, right? That was so much fun. But I love how you describe being as unplugging from the outcome. That was like, Oh, but that to me is we're unplugging from the destination, the, the outcome, the dream. But at the same time, I feel very much there's a beauty to the feeling of the destination. I, I keep on thinking that this week, the energy that's so present and alive inside of me is that energy of, I wonder how I'll get there. I like, I know I'm getting there. Like we're not going to question the destination ever unless my heart changes desire. But other than that, the destination is assured. But I wonder how is it going to happen? Like I want to savor the path, like the journey. I remember parts of myself that was always looking my Capricorn self and I guess, in the shadow energy of like getting to the destination and then the next de destination and there was just a destination and that's very much in the doing. It, not that doing is negative, but in that case, it's like only the doing of, and it was like, but I didn't live. Like I've achieved, I achieved, I have achieved, but I forgot to live. And then there's like no story to tell because it was just, steps after steps but no living in between and now we're talking like the puma it's like every step is with presence every step is is with reverence for the now chills when you say that because in that moment when we're going back to reverence for the now, we're in our power. Like we're totally unstoppable. Yes. And actually, as you're talking about the Puma, and I love the way you say it in reverence to the now, it's a perfect example of where the contrasts and the polarities meet. Because, you know, it is true that 
if you are waiting and waiting and waiting in a waiting energy, that's not going to work either. If you're in that doing, 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 like we know that it's so nuanced and intricate on both sides of these extremes. It takes a master to sit <laughs> on the extreme and be so certain. But there is that in between. There always is because it's always being and it's always doing. And it's always none of it all at once. <laughs> but the Puma demonstrates to us the reverence of every step. It needs to be in the strength and the focus and the clarity and the direction. But if it's only there and it's not in the beingness where you can just imagine the expansion of the senses of that puma, she's open, she's receptive, she's feeling in and tuning in to the energies, to the breath of the gazelle far away, to the heartbeat to everything around her, not just in front of her, everywhere around her. She's being in the doing. And we're all capable of being in that energy. That's an energy that doesn't question where we're heading. Because it's such a given, yeah, we're unplugging from it. We're just responding. And that's what I love about the shapeshifter theme that we <laughs> connected into. We're not always going to feel like a puma, and that doesn't always mean we're out of alignment. And this is the thing within what I love exploring contrast and polarity, being and doing, is it being, is it doing? Oh. It doesn't have any hard and fast rule on that spectrum. Wherever you feel you need to be is true for you, depending on the day. So the pig just lying in the cold, squelchy mud just doesn't have any focus in that moment. But is that pig out of alignment? Absolutely not. <laughs> what, what else could be possibly more an alignment to authenticity, to just rolling in that mud? And sometimes that's what I feel like doing. I don't want to be focused. I don't want to pounce. I don't want to be the sexy um, puma always. Sometimes I want to just be rolling in the mud, like quite literally rolling in the mud. And that's the shapeshifter beauty is there are so many archetypes of being in one's power, being in one's true alignment, being in one's nature. And the animal spirits show us and guide us to the cat. Oh my God, cats. Rest, 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 rest. Why would you do anything other than when you absolutely know what you want to do and when you want to do it? Just rest. They'll show you that. Is that resting out of alignment? Absolutely not. We know that. So when we're connecting in and owning it within ourselves, whatever we're feeling, we're going to know what we need. And when we listen to someone else, 
how can I tell you? How that's the thing. How can I tell you? You need more being. You need more doing. You. I don't know that, but you know that. You know the energies within your constellation on that second, on that day, on that moment. And you know what you need to do. Is it a time to just shift and clear something and move the energy forwards in, you know, a tangible, grabbable, followable action step? Maybe. Is it throwing the rules out the book? Because actually what you want to really go do is run around naked around a fire, singing with your sisters. Hey, go for it, you know? And I feel within the, the space and the industry, of course we need guidance. I am not who I am today if it were not for the guidance of my mentors and everyone who inspires me around me and holds me accountable. But the ones who I go for are the ones that hold me in an energy to let me decide and will question in a way that's not like your parent questioning, <laughs> where are you being? It's like, let's ask questions about that. And when we ask the right questions to ourselves or have another ask the questions, we're exploring ourselves within time and space and everything above and beyond that. We're so complex. We're so multidimensional in that aspect. Yet it is so simple. The ego doesn't have to analyze the way that our <laughs> human minds love to. You just feel it and you do it. What lands here with me is this idea of, the, of when you're going to be in the doing, it stems from an impulse. It stems from inside. And I really didn't, when it's from an impulse, it's like, I got to do this. It's effortless. It's like so within me that like it wants to move forward. And the image that keeps on coming with that is it's not an impulse. Impulse sounds kind of boring, but it's a call for adventure. Mm. A call for adventure. There, there's this call for adventure. So I can be because I know I will receive the call for adventure. And I can just cultivate being in the I know the call for adventure will come. So in like right now, what's here and present for me? I love that. And when you heard the word impulse, I love the word impulse. I'm a, I mean, I don't know too much about astrology, but I'm an Aries. And I'm, from what I know about that, impulse is how I thrive. The impulse that comes through your body and being like Marie is saying, it's great, but can that be a triggering word? Don't be impulsive. <laughs> the impulse to go and, you know, shop and buy things you don't need. <laughs> like There's so many, um, how to phrase that? There's so many perspectives on a word. And mm -hmm. there might be some clearing that we need to do around some of the words that we hear in order to change the story around that to, to empower us. Like, do we need to watch ourselves if our impulses are just shooting around the place and out of control? Uh, like, of course, yeah, we'll probably need to take a look at that. But is it okay to follow these impulses and know that we're empowered within that? Yes. 
And I love it because to me, the impulse was a step up from the initial word, which was to initiate things. And initiate really so so felt like it was from me and it was hard. But then if it's an impulse, I'm just responding to life. But it's pretty much the same thing. But I was like, how can I make it better? And then impulse was still like, I like it, but, and then I was like, oh, a call to adventure. Now I so want it in the game. Like that, that's my game. Yes. Same and thing. I love that. It's, it is the same thing. And that's the funny thing. It's like words. We say, that's a cat. What, what the hell is a cat? You know, like we don't know. And yet here we are as human beings labeling and using languaging, which is amazing. It serves us so well. Yeah. It serves us up until it doesn't serve us. And quite often, you know, someone might say one word, for instance, like impulse, follow an impulse, and we might switch off and be like, oh, well, no, that doesn't align. I don't want to be It's like, what if we were so selective with our words to pick what's right for us? Like the example of um, initiate, impulse, what did you say? That's my game. I called to adventure. adventure. Called to adventure. That's the work that we are doing here. And on any given day is to explore the nuances within the energy and the frequency of the words and choosing and selecting the right frequency for where we're at on any day to create that inner momentum of trust within ourselves. It's the ultimate game of being ourselves. To initiate isn't me. Like if you look at my human design, you're going to say, well, it's everywhere in your design, so that's you. But no, but to call for adventure, that's totally me. Because it feels right. And so being is, to me, isn't, how can I feel right? Because when I feel right, I know everything stems from there. The adventure starts from feeling right. Yeah, and the feeling is all the quantum. It's drawing in, magnetizing to us experiences, people, opportunities from from our energy. And painting, creating our story or words or rituals that will align for us and our roots and our heritage and where we come from and where we're going. And we're not always going to say the right words. Like, I don't know how many times throughout my coaching career, I might have used a word and maybe there's been, oh, like, could you say it another way? And you just need to subtly adjust a word for someone. They're like, oh my God, that's just landed. Just a really subtle thing. And I love how this conversation is flowing and going. That's often what it is. It's the subtle, 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 micro, 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 micro adjustment within us all. That's going to get us where it is that we are desired or being called to be. And so when we might feel hesitant or we might feel frustrated in ourselves, whatever goes on when we're not 
feeling that we're being honored or recognized or fulfilling our path, just know that's how small a shift you are away from alignment, from something landing. And if we just take that concept just moment by moment, looking for the micro shift, making for that micro refinement, moment by moment by moment by moment by moment, that's the quantum leap right there. And quite often we're missing the magic because we're awaiting the big bang to go off. Sometimes it does. But quite often it's this thread, this beautiful golden thread of your path and it's little sparks along that journey and along that thread that get you flowing and moving. As like Marie was saying, there is no destination. It's not getting you there. It's getting you, like Marie said, with the puma in how she described it in the reverence for the moment. That's all that's required, the reverence of the moment. And that's where the shift is. And that's where the magic is. And that's where the profound simplicity is. And the image that I always give my clients is that you are wherever you are. You are here now. And you are going to a destination. So on the GPS, we all know we would put the GPS knows where we are. And then we're going somewhere. The destination is clear. But I don't really care about that. What I really care about is that as I am in the car, I'm having the time of my life. Because no matter what, no matter where I go, I'm having fun, I'm enjoying, I'm playing my game. And that's the only, that's our responsibility to take. But at the same time, it's our, it should be our greatest pleasure. I get to enjoy, like, how can I make this moment even more me, even more of whatever you want to feel? And sometimes you're in that car and you kind of realize that the moment is kind of shit and really shitty. And I love that because I was listening to Abraham Hicks this morning and they gave this example that so felt right. When you're in that car and the momentum is not going right, you're not feeling good. And so it looks to our eyes, it looks as as if we're going in the wrong direction. But the image they gave was, well, it's kind of like as if you're a a rocket. You're a rocket that's about to be launched, but it's kind of attached. Like there's like it's attached from everywhere to the ground and it's rumbling because it's like it wants to go up. It wants to, but it's the wrong energy, right? You're, You're thinking you're going in the wrong direction. That's like our mind got us thinking that or feeling that we're going in the wrong direction, but things are always working in your favor and they're always the shortcut to where you want to go if you only trust that this rumbling is happening for you and not against you. 
So you're in that car and that momentum is going that way. You appear as if it's going in the wrong direction. It's lunching. It's about to lunch. Trust it and have fun. Find a way to shift into it. Like, I, And as, as you were so, you're saying that was so divine. It's like, it's in the micro shift. So I'm not saying like become overjoyed. Whatever feels better at that moment, whatever feels better, whatever feels better. You know, you're in a car, you're going to get to the destination. That's where you're heading. But feel better about it because it's happening for you. And it's not because it feels like the momentum's going one way that it is. It's the worst illusion you can give yourself. It's going towards your destination and it can happen so much faster than you think. Mm It's kind of as in the spiral going up. It looks like it's going backwards. It's not. It's an illusion. Be in the energy of, I know where I'm going. It's It's like you don't have to question that. It was given by source. It was put into your heart. You're going there. No questioning whatsoever you're going there now how do you want to be as you're going there so powerful and what i was receiving as i was receiving the words that you share was just again and we know this (laughs) but yet here we are deepening in our embodiment of living this to be true as we now know from what you're sharing the perspective of how something is viewed and the importance of respecting people's opinions that you admire and you trust and you support and you that are there for you and always having your inner pinch of salt to refer into you because what if somebody is simply looking at your situation with a different perspective? What if somebody's seeing you go backwards? And you're actually just about, you, this, everything's fucking falling apart because it's just the training wheels falling off so they blast off. That's how important it is for us to trust and know ourselves and to ask ourselves, what's a different way I can look at this? And I know that's something I have to work on again and again and again because I have a tendency to go into comparison mode and I'll look at where other people are on that. And I love the way Marie shared that, that spiral. (laughs) And you think they're ahead. No, they're not ahead. We're all spiraling. You've just chosen to view them being ahead of the game and you not being worthy and you being back there and not choosing to see, oh, wait, no, we're equal. We're just at different moments of the spiral. So much changes in our energy, or I can certainly speak for myself as I was receiving Marie shared that. So much changes in our energy when we're willing to see a perspective. And again, there's a balance. You know, are we choosing to see a perspective that suits a narrative that prevents us from facing things? Maybe sometimes. And we also get to clear up the nuances of that. And we choose a perspective that suits our narrative that we trust and believe where we're going. And we can also show up for things that need refining or faced (laughs) within our lives, you know, back to 
back to holding the contrast and dancing in the nuance within our beautiful, unique journeys. And somehow I feel that someone here needs to hear this message. I'm going to say it again, but emotions are just messengers, right? So in your in our beingness, we're going to feel emotions. They're messengers. They don't mean anything about us. They don't mean anything about where we're going. The positive and the good ones, the good ones and the bad ones, they don't mean anything except that one you feel good, the other one you don't. And if you feel good, you know you're getting closer to destination or you know you're on course. And if it doesn't feel good, it's telling you, well, you're off course. Or not. Because you might just feel bad because it's un, it's unknown territory, the shaking of the rocket. <laughs> so that's the, that's the joke of life, isn't it? We'll, we'll never we'll never freaking understand it because we can go in and have such in-depth conversations like, oh yeah, wow, yeah, that resonates so true. And then on another day, we feel something completely different because we're shapeshifters. <laughs> and, you know, the universe... God, source, unified field, whatever you want to call it. Of course, it has a sense of humor. We're not meant to understand it. We're meant to. And again, I think it always just goes back to at the beginning of this very conversation when Marie is like, woo, let's play. And that's what I love about these things. If you feel good, you're on track. If you don't feel good, you're off track. Actually, no, because there's another perspective to that, <laughs> you know, uh, which makes it funny, which takes us out of our minds and out of our seriousness and out of the perpetual suffering that we might feel in a little hint and a little micro level it takes us into laughter it shifts our energy and our shifts our frequency you know like that fable maybe so when i don't know people have maybe heard it in different variations and i can't remember the exact story but more or less when there was you know a village and um a guy's son fell off the horse broke his leg and everyone thought he was cursed and the man said maybe so well, we don't know and then there was a war and all the boys got called to war but the son had a broken leg so he didn't get called to to war oh you're so lucky they all said to him and again maybe so just maybe so and it almost ties back into marie talking about just having that curiosity oh where is this going not like, where is this going? I need to know, oh, where is it going? Oh, there's possibilities here. Let me open myself up to the abundance of the potentials and have fun. And it comes back to this, I know it's happening for me. And then my mentor doesn't like when I say it. She can't, she always comes back to it's happening through you. And I'm like, I don't care that it's happening through me. I care that it's happening for me because then I I trust, I know it's serving me and I'm finding a positive way to look at it. I'm finding a new perspective. I'm like, I know it's moving me towards my goal. When it's moving through me, I feel have a responsibility and then I come to the doing energy and then like no no no, let me go back to it's for me it doesn't matter it's words by the perspective that makes you feel like oh my god life is serving me this is a game I know it's serving me 
so it's happening for me love that love that and it's again it's really important that we're we're sharing marie's mentor is empowered by it's happening through me because that brings out the Mm -hmm. alchemy of the qualities that serves her and her path and marie is sharing well actually she's the opposite because that brings out a quality that she's actually trying to harmonize within her system and that's great isn't it when we hear people's opinions well no you've got to say it like this or you've got to say it like that this is the perspective no this is another perspective then we get to understand ourselves that we can be all of it and it will depend on the day and important for us because I know many of us are space holders to be able to hold that quality of space to allow the infinite shape-shifting that will happen within those who we're holding space for to have our to have our tools that keep us rooted and grounded so that we just hold the correct quality of space and we don't need you know those who are holding space for to say the same words as we do or use the same tools as we do it's we are using these words and these perspectives to empower us to feel like a steady grounded unshakable pillar here to give the freedom for those who we're working with to feel safe and exploring themselves in their truth and for us to look back at that when it doesn't align with us and be like yes you go i'm so happy for you when we're triggered or confronted and all of the things to still hold that space of i trust you to know yourself and explore yourself. And that for me is where the most profound magic comes from because it's acceptance. And when we're accepting something different, we're actually integrating it as part of us. And when we do that, then there's love. And when there's love and there is acceptance for one another, what's possible? love is all inclusive right and and so i so love that you brought that up because my mentor i mean i wouldn't change her for the world she's like the best thing in my life i don't know how to explain the magic that we live and at the same time i so love that um i'm seeing so much so much dualities and it's always she's teaching me like no one else has been teaching me about that inclusion of like yeah we love, love, love that there's variety on planet Earth. Wouldn't it be boring if we were all Marie's everywhere? <laughs> that, like, I know, I don't want that. So, but the beauty of this is this is the magic that is created through those relationships. Relationships of like, yeah, if we all welcome this variety. We allow each and every single one of us to be ourselves. So we're going back to the being. Oh my gosh, yes. And it's so funny. I love this. It's like, again, it's like the cosmic joke. When we were starting and we're beginning the podcast, I never, I'm like, where's this going? And we're starting here. Where is this going? And for me, now this may or may not resonate for you here. But what I have taken away from this is 
you know, those moments when we're unsure and we're in question, oh, what should I be? Should I be my being? Should I be remember doing? Should I go this way, that way? Should I use this word, that word? What are you ready to accept in yourself? And what are you ready to love in yourself? And know that by that simplicity and by not just answering that question, but having the willingness to tune in and feel, well, how can I, how can I live that acceptance for this part of me? How can I love this part of me? And you won't know this ahead of time, by the way, but you will then get to understand and experiment and explore what actually shifts within you in your life from being willing to love and accept whatever is in the moment. And it's back to that puma, the reverence for now. Like what, like, that's how funny it is. I want to burst out laughing for myself right now as well. I know when I see the reverence in my now, in every moment, that's where I laugh. That's where it shifts. And that's where I experience the words of, I just know this is working out better than I can ever imagine. Not the way I would imagine, but thankfully there's a co-creation here. And this is going the way that it needs to go. It's perfect. I'm perfect. Does that mean I'm not going to do anything? I don't know. I will only know in the moment. Maybe that gives me a different energy and I laugh and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I was avoiding doing that thing. I feel so good about doing that thing. I'm going to go do that thing. Or it might be, oh my God, I can't believe I was getting so worked up about doing the thing. I'm actually going to do no thing. Bye. <laughs> It just feels fun because it feels like, yeah, we turned around. We could have stopped as at that moment where there's a, a that reverence for the now. But that would have been kind of boring. Like the fact that we play it around and to get there and come back and here is like, that's the whole magic. And that's the same way in life. Like we don't stop. It's not like you stop at the mic drop and that's it. You play with the mic yeah. drop. You play with where is, where is it going afterwards? Because the game of life, there's always going to be an afterwards and it's going to be in the journey. And the funny thing is, is our mic drops might be your, yeah, no, that didn't really, didn't mm. really do it for me, which is the funny thing. Like we get to relax. Not everything you're going to say is going to be a mic drop or going to align or everyone's going to agree with. It's perhaps even in your community or paying to be in your programs. It's to say, I don't always agree or feel aligned with certain um, things that maybe my coaches say or do. They don't ask me to, and they're actually cool with me not. They're here to support and hold me, but that's a, that's a leaning in that we all get to do and understand is 
one person's mic drop moment is one person's oh no that didn't do it for me but that bit did it for me and oh what bit? oh that was just a pat you know that's how funny it works and that's why it's just important to show up and to share and not be attached to oh well I've got to say this it's having these conversations it's meeting in these spaces of the unknown it's just opening yourself up to have these conversations and like it's coming back to you just having the reverence and respect for what we agree on and what we don't agree on and everything in between and re-listening to things. Some things I don't agree on, all of a sudden, maybe like three months later, I'm like, oh shit, that just landed. <laughs> so it's just having a reverence for the variety. Mm-hmm. The variety of the nows that are happening now and it's funny because I feel like this hasn't quite been completed but yet I have a sense that that's going to be everyone's shapeshifter job to do unless Marie you're having something come through I was thinking the same and I was thinking well you know we're welcoming variety and what would be really nice is to hear from you shapeshifters like like fill up our inbox or dms like we want to hear feel that variety we want to get to know you and we're ready for that we've been demanding that because we know we love your variety we know that you're bringing something to the world unlike anyone else and we want to feel that Mm -hmm. and we feel that when you connect with us and that's a very precious gift. I love it. And maybe for those, as again, this won't perhaps align for everyone, but knowing that it's about variety, knowing that you're going to change your mind and what you say all the time, and there's no perfect time and you're not going to get, if you're messaging perfect or this perfect, knowing that there's infinite variety, knowing you're connecting into yourself, how might you choose to share and express what feels really alive in you, like out there to your community, to your tribes, to just say it from the heart, from a place of detachment from the outcome. Mm. You being here is no coincidence. You are the powerful trailblazer who is here to set an entire new standard of what a woman in her power really is. If you've been activated, turned online by this transmission and you feel it, you know it, that we are here to work together on your next level mission. Send me an email to info at louisecameronadlund.com where I am here to make sure you not for one moment compromise your standards and be worthy of so much more. Step forward. I see you. Oh my God. This was so much fun. I'm very grateful you were right here with us for another episode of Shapeshifter. If you enjoyed this episode or feel the calling to be activated in your transitions to go deeper and faster, DM me on Instagram, Marie D2, or on Facebook, 
details are in the show notes to spark your magic like never before. Join us next week for even more magic. See you then.